Welcome back. I'm Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Matt, um, Tom Brady, making it official, official this time, I guess. Um, Every know, February 1st, he retires. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like this one's going to take. Yeah, I believe him, though. Yeah, I believe him this time. I, I, didn't, I wasn't so sure that last year. Was it, um, you know, I think some of that was some of the stuff off the field that he was going through. Um, But I do think that this time around, Tom Brady is done playing football. I agree. Uh, And I think it's the right move. Like, he's still a good player. I mean, the ball comes out unbelievably quick. He led the league again in getting it out of his hands. But he's not a great player, though. That's the thing is what I really noticed. And I paid a lot of attention this last year because Ben was right there with him in terms of, you know, getting it out of your hands. But unlike Ben's last year, Brady's a dot was still really high. He had that remarkable blend of going deep as well as getting it out quick, which is, you know, utterly impossible to do almost. And he was still able to do that last year. This year, didn't have that at all. I mean, they were like the bottom of the league in explosive plays. They had the worst running game in the league. And it became very apparent that Brady didn't want to get hit anymore. You, you know, I mean, that uh, yeah, I can still play, but I don't want to get hit anymore. This isn't as much fun as it used to be. And I think that's when you have to hang it up because I think next year could have been ugly or unmemorable for him. You know, and so I think it's the right move. Yeah, I do, too. And um you know, I, I think that uh, it's going to have a trickle down effect on the rest of the league now, because okay. now where the other quarterbacks land, you know, that that musical those musical chairs, there's one less person in line in those musical chairs. Yeah, it, it, I didn't know we were having this conversation, but a little, you know, I do my pet projects this time of year. And one thing I'm doing from for my podcast is. My co-host and I are just going to bet on every team's – we're not betting anything, but who's every team's starting quarterback going to be? Like, we know it's Pickett, it's Mahomes, it, it's, you know, Cousins isn't going anywhere. But what I started doing was, you know, I, I projected a trade, Lamar to Atlanta, you know, things like that. And there's three or four, maybe even five musical chairs open – that people aren't going to be happy with, you know, like I have Jacoby Brissett as a starter next year. Um, a lot of guys like Jones with new England Jones with the giants, Jimmy G uh, that people are going to kind of just settle for like, is Kyle Trask going to be the starter in Tampa? I mean, is it going to be Ritter? I mean, there's, there's not the, I mean, I've, I've how was a starting quarterback for Washington. I mean, there's a lot of bad answers right now at the quarterback position. Yeah. It's going to be uh, definitely be interesting to see how that all plays out. And, and uh, you know, where some of these guys get traded to um, mm-hmm. if they get traded is Carson Wentz still in Washington, for example, do right. they stick with him? Uh, what happens with Sam Darnold and, in, in, in Carolina and uh, well, we know that Sean Payton is now going to uh, Denver. So, yeah. um, you know, that, that's that been settled. That's been settled. Houston now is a head coach, D'Amico Ryan. So this last 24 hours has been three big newsworthy items, senior bowl aside. And you mentioned Wentz, you know, like 
again, we're just doing it for fun. I'm not putting my reputation on the line or anything, but I mean, I have Jordan Love as the Packers uh, starting quarterback, but like Wentz, Darnold, Mayfield, uh, Winston, I had all those guys on the outside looking in. Might a team prefer Trubisky to all those, you know? And I I don't know. I, I just think that this, usually the musical chairs are pretty pretty 32 for 32 ish. You know what I mean? Maybe get someone gets stuck with a Bridgewater and I have three teams drafting a quarterback sort of high, you know, and, and projecting them in some way, shape or form as a starter. But I mean, if I'm going with Jordan love or Sam, Howe or Trask, I mean, I think I want the Darnold Mayfield Trubisky type at least. Well, I don't think the Steelers are going to be interested in dealing Mr. Don't Trubisky. You? I yeah. don't. Um, because as we saw this year, they needed two quarterbacks Mm -hmm. and, you know, people look at at what Mitch Trubisky is is being paid for 2023 or what he's, what he's on, you know, what he's on their their salary cap to be paid next year. That's kind of the going rate. I mean, it's not exorbitant at all. No, wait till Daniel Jones signs and tell me if Trubisky is a good deal. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So. You're, you know, even if you if if he did do something with Mitch Trubisky, you would then have to replace Mitch Trubisky, and oh by the way, still get a third guy, and a yeah, fourth. Right, you right. need three quarterbacks. Yeah, and you probably have four in camp. Right, you're going to have four. You know, right. So right. to me, right. you just hold on to him and say, I, "Hey, Mitch, we we love you," uh, because the other part of it is you don't know how that new quarterback is going to how quickly he's going to, you know, get into the offense and develop. Because, again, yeah. all your snaps, for the most part, are going to Kenny Pickett. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I'm not dumping Trubisky, certainly for salary cap reasons or for anything other than a pretty substantial pick, you know, because yeah. there's a really good chance he's going to play. And, hey, I like Kenny Pickett. I'm optimistic about him, but I'm not sold 100% lock it up that he's a good quarterback, you know, I mean – he can take a big step backwards, and you might be pulling him by week four or five. I mean, you never know. I mean, the, the league's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I lived through the Cordell Stewart era, and sure. you know, if somebody would have said in in nineteen ninety seven, yeah, Cordell's probably not going to be the starter by the end of nineteen ninety eight, people would have said you're nuts. You're nuts, right? <laughs> As a star, yeah, right, right. So, I mean, yeah, was watching some stuff today. He was in the Pro Bowl in nineteen ninety seven. You know, right. he was he yeah, was yeah. a you know so. Um, you just don't know, uh, mm-hmm. guys, guys can have bumps in the road. And, and I think that, you know, with the way that the Steelers, uh, schedule sets up next year, that again, we talked about this before, I think you can win 11 or 12 games with that schedule. The way it looks right now. Yeah. And I'm assuming the offense takes a step forward. You add a couple pieces that aren't currently on the team that you like, you know, I mean, including draft picks, um, Another note, too, I mean, just because we were talking quarterback carousel and all that, I think the Saints getting that first-round pick for Peyton might end up being a quarterback. Like, they don't – I always say it's it's always Mardi Gras for the Saints. They don't care about the hangover. Oh, he's got a first-round pick. Let's turn that into their car. You know, take another shot at this thing. You know, I I don't think they're just going to totally rebuild. So there was a lot of changes. Brady hanging it up, Saints getting that pick. Denver now is going to be, you know, Peyton and Wilson are going to be glued together at least for the next 360. And they're back to having no draft picks again. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. 
Yeah, they have a little bit of cap space, but um, we'll see. But no, a lot changed in the league super quick, and it's amazing how that happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just think it's uh, again be a it's going to be a fascinating uh, off season once again as it has been. Um, yeah. You know, and, and you know we're still we're about a month away or or so from uh, the start of free agency. It's February first. So yeah. we get about six weeks till free agency hits, and uh, we'll have a combine to get to uh, after in between that, and lots of stuff happening here around the league. Um, in, in terms a lot of, of buzz and mobile this week, though. Yeah, all, yeah, always, always. Yeah, yeah. Um, in in terms of looking at um, the big picture, I mentioned you know the, the Steelers uh, in that schedule. I, I know it's. <laughs> Way too early to look at that stuff. We just we were just talking about all the quarterbacks that may change scenery, yeah, have right, a change right, of right. scenery. Um, but I think if if you if you you know sit down and look at the draft capital that some of these teams have or don't have, you look at the, the cap space that some of them have or don't have. Um, I, I think the Steelers are set up nicely going into this offseason. I 100% agree. Uh, there are some teams that are really hurting. We haven't even gotten to the point yet where, you know, 10 teams will have to trim some fat and, and cut some good players. You know, we, you know, we've started to examine free agency. And, and I wrote an article yesterday about here's eight linebackers the Steelers should look at, you know, Edmonds, guys like that. But there might be three more that are currently employed that are about to get cut. Um, you know, I, this isn't gospel or anything, but Pro Football Focus put this chart out where they there's three columns. There's there's how much cap space you have, there's how much draft capital you have, and then there's your ability to make more cap space. And the Steelers are really high in that third one, but they're like eleventh overall when you combine these things. You know, I mean, they have a lot of means to get things they want, whether just buying a free agent on the open market or those three early draft picks, or combining picks to move up or move down, or restructure a guy here and there because you didn't know that Joe Hayden was going to get cut late in the, you know, in the process. So, you know, we've also brought up a couple things too, like all these six-foot corners. Well, that's what they're after. I mean, there's five or six tackles in this draft I'm intrigued with that have a chance to be around at, you know, mid middle of the first round, but, or the, you know, early second that are intriguing. I like the off the ball linebacker free agent class. There's some defensive linemen I'm intrigued with, you know, some, so the needs are matching up with their resources is where I'm going with this. And their resources are pretty abundant. Yeah. And, and I'll say this, Matt, um, watching the quarterbacks, here at the senior bowl and, and watching some of the, and some of the guys that I saw at the shrine bowl and, and yeah. things of that nature. And I talked to some guys who were, who were at that, uh, you know, out there scouting that as well. Um, you know, from different good, media yeah. outlets, quarterbacks are bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. None of the top guys uh, are at any of these events. Mm -hmm. And there's only really the three top guys. So all those people last year who were saying the Steelers should just wait and get their quarterback this sure, year. Sure. Lucky that would have been a disaster. It would been a disaster, especially picking where they're at, because I do think those three would be long gone before 17. Anthony Richardson, I think, will end up going in the first round, but probably red shirts his whole first year, the, the really athletic guy out of Florida. But you can't count on him to be an opening day starter. you know. Right. So after that, I'm not interested in anybody. 
yeah, it's 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 pretty bleak. Um, mm-hmm. Watching these guys fire balls all over the place this week, um, not as <laughs> you know, bad. it's just it's just not. And I get it. This is a tough situation for these for these quarterbacks. They're they're throwing the guys they've never thrown to before and mm-hmm. learning new offenses and things of that nature. But I'm just not super impressed with 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 this group. That doesn't mean that some of them can't you know come out and be future starters or something like that. But Boy, I just it don't see like a lot it. of Heineke's, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> that type of guys, you know. Yeah. Uh, from what I've been understood, and the little I haven't done much quarterback scouting, nor will I. Um, but none of the guys down there are big, strapping, strong arm guys that's going to run a four or five that a coach might be like, "Well, I could see, I could work with him." Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe he's got a lot of work to do. A lot of these guys are, you know, they talk about their strengths. He's a good leader. He's tough. He let <laughs> Fresno State uh, gain the, the comeback that he shouldn't have. Or it's like, eh, okay. But that sounds like Heineke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of where we're at with that. So, the Steelers did make the right move uh, last year, taking Kenny Pickett. Um, I, I think that would prove out to prove to be the case in the long term. And I, I've had a lot of people come up to me down here this, this you know, just talking to them and, and, uh, Boy, Steelers really got a got a good young quarterback in Pickett. Really like Pickett. Yeah. Really like Pickett. I mean, I've heard that four or five different times down here. That uh, you know, a lot of these the national guys. I think Pickett has a chance to be special. Like, okay, nice. Not just not just the uh, you know the people in Pittsburgh thinking that. It's it's pretty much everywhere. So you and I do a lot of fantasy stuff. Of course, anyone listening knows third segments often fantasy, but. Sometimes fantasy and reality get a little get their wires crossed. The Greg Cosells of the world that don't care about fantasy, they love Pickett. The guy, yeah. you know, some of the fantasy folks are like, I don't know about Pickett. He's not producing. It's like that stuff will come. You know, yeah. we don't care about how many fantasy points he puts up. Just watching the rep there on TV of John Michael Schmidt uh, throwing a guy to the ground and then oh really <laughs> goring him. And <laughs> well. Yeah, 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 dude. You know, dude from Minnesota, wide body guy. I mean, he has some toughness to him, no doubt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere through your smart speaker. Just say Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart, and Alexa will take care of the rest. We're going to take a break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to the drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. I am uh, live down in Mobile, Alabama. Matt's uh, back home, uh, holding the holding down the fort. In uh, Pittsburgh, Upper St. Clair to be exact, but uh, we'll be back together again next week. You know what we forgot to do on Monday, Matt? What's that? Mock Draft Monday Madness. Oh, wow. I even know some more names now, so I'm up Yeah, so uh, let's do that in the final segment today. We will do our Mock Draft Wednesday Madness. Uh, Now that we've gotten to see a couple of uh, senior bowl practices here, we'll do that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lolly. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio.